how do I take the money that's coming in and use it effectively and be organized about that? And I just haven't, I know it right in my head. I'm, like I said, I'm really educated about financial concepts. But the implementation of it um, is an area where I've just avoided it and not want to look at it or deal with it. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living, living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. You can find us for further episodes at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. Special note, we are accepting applications for season two. We would love to support you on your journey with money mindset, leaving a corporate job to step into business for yourself, or discussing how to build wealth. If you want more guidance in any of these areas, you can apply to be on Her Money Club Stories today at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. See you in there. And welcome back to Her Money Club Stories. I am really excited for our episode today. We have Adele King with us, and we were just speaking about what she wants to discuss. And what's really powerful about this topic is she has such a unique way of experiencing money. She enjoys helping other people with their money but personally also wants to have that same enjoyment, wants to understand, you know, what's not working, what's working well for her and her life. And so we're going to dive into that topic specifically today. Maybe you're that type of person where you're really good with helping other people with something, but at that same topic for yourself. And so I love this because it resonates with me. I, I know that I have also had my own just money problems along the way, but also money successes. And since money is one of those challenging topics, we are going to dive into it. So Adele, I just thank you for sharing vulnerably um, already and diving into this conversation with me today. Well, thank you so much for having me and I'm excited to get to discuss this topic with you and see what can come out of it. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about kind of your background, um, specifically in business, and then maybe a little bit of your background with money and, and what's coming up for you as far as like what hasn't worked. Sure. Um, so I'm Adele King of Adele King Business Coaching. Uh, I'm a business coach who works primarily with female entrepreneurs, female solopreneurs to build and set up their business sustainably and scalably. Um, I have 10 years of background working on the back end of entrepreneurs business in the consciousness field. So both the technical pieces, as well as a lot of personal inner work and healing, which I mentioned to you, I've done a lot of work uh, around the area of money. Um, and so 
I have that background and then shifting out of doing the work to coaching women um, who, to do and build their own business and hire people to do the, to do the technical pieces. Um, so I've had a lot of um, success in, in building and growing my business so far. And, um, and like, like you mentioned, I, you know, I can help other people just in an hour session. I've seen people really transform their money. So I, I, and I'm, I've educated myself. I have a lot of information and there's just been these like weird swirly things where, you know, in the past, um, I lived in San Francisco and I went from living with a roommate in a two bedroom apartment and sharing, um, that apartment and struggling from month to month to pay rent. And then living in that same apartment by myself, paying the full amount of rent and struggling exactly the same way. So there's a way in which, you know, it's not exactly a money problem. It's more of an energetic, um, which we kind of started to mention. So I've done a lot of digging in both energetically as well as numbers and cents and, um, kind of those pieces. And, and, from the outside, people look at me and they're like, you're rich and you do so well and your life is so easy. Um, and all of that is true. <laughs> and there's still just that quality of ease around money that I'm still working towards and growing into. Yeah. I love that you brought up ease with money because that is, I think, also what challenged me for, for a while is how do I get that ease with money? How does it get to feel like more effortless. So can you give me an example of when it doesn't feel easy and you want it to feel easy? Um, yeah, I do think it's a bit of a cycle. Um, and so in that sense, there is a bit of a self-fulfilling, right? Like when you get to a space of like, oh, okay, I can breathe. And then like, I'm going to go invest in another coaching program to like support me in my business, or I'm going to take on another expense um, to maintain that almost like a comfort zone of discomfort, right? Um, so that would be one example where it's like, okay, I've just got some breathing room. I've got my finances covered and let me take on this other expense for the next year or two. Um, that puts me right back into that space where I'm like, now, okay, now I've got to generate more income and, um, and start to figure that out again. Uh, and so on the one hand, right, that there's the positive in that of like, okay, good. That keeps me like churning and reaching and growing. And it's like, okay, I could probably reach and grow and stretch without that stress and pressure to do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, two thoughts I have on this, because I think it's, it's true whether you're in business for yourself or in a corporate job. And I experienced on both sides where kind of the lifestyle or the expenses tend to then match whatever income is coming in, right? And just grows and grows and grows. It doesn't like somehow balance itself out in the sense of like, there's always more and more income coming in. But I think the simplest shift is like telling yourself that that's true, right? Like the actual affirmation and belief system around there's always more money than what I need month over month over month. And there's always more and more money being saved and invested and growing. So like, that's like the first foundational level is just that belief system. But then on top of that, something I've been exploring really in the last six months is my money is always growing. So money is making more money. I'm not making the money. Money is making more money. And so how do I then reframe my mindset around like, okay, how is that happening? How can I find the evidence of that? So specifically with my investing, I've taken a whole different approach of 
money is growing my money, but in a very quick way. So personally, I started actually day trading and seeing the evidence of that. Now, I know not everyone's going to go out and day trade. That's totally fine. But it's like, okay, if I'm delegating this responsibility of income generation, how could that be different as I move forward? because I do have a lot of money that is maybe just sitting around not doing anything. And so if I look at my money as an employee, as something that should be creating the work that I want, then money should be making more money for me. And so when I shifted that, that's when I was like, oh, okay. It's not always just me and my effort and raising my prices and being energetically aligned with those prices. It's more of like, how can that money just be doing the work for me as an employee? So I don't know if that's supportive, but how, you know, is there a way in which that's possible in your, your world? Yeah. I love that. Um, two, yeah, two things, two things back to that. Um, that's specifically that point is like one, um, I have looked at it as like when I'm spending money, investing money in looking at, okay, is this going to make me money? Is this going to be an investment that's going to create greater? And so I feel like that's taking it the next step, which is a piece that I've had is like in the consciousness work that I've done is like everything has consciousness. And if you give it a job, like giving money, the job, your job is to go make more money. I love that because it's, um, it's just that easy shift of like, okay, let's take it to the next level. Not just I'm investing you in and you're going to grow and make me more money in whatever ways. Um, but actually like when money's coming in, like, okay, great. Now your job is to multiply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even like be distinct in the buckets of that. So um, I'll just use another example in my business. My business's money is to build the business. So I'm not ever taking that money to actually build my lifestyle. Business money is business money for right now, right? At some point, there's going to be enough of it that it expands and it could be moved to other buckets. My day trading covers my lifestyle. So that's something fun that I've always wanted to do and never got to do when I was in corporate America because of regulation. So it's like my playtime. I get to go play and have fun in the markets and make more money and money makes more money that provides for the lifestyle. But then with real estate, that provides like my long-term investments, my retirement. It's like buying more and more real estate allows that process to continue and build and build in cash flow and build and build in assets. So there's like buckets to it too. So is there a way in your life right now to shift where money goes and how money makes that money for you? There there isn't because right now I have one revenue stream. So um, certainly as that money's coming in, I can diversify the bucket, create buckets with that, um, which is something I'm aware of, but haven't done yet. Um, and hearing you talk about it in that way has got my brain going like, okay, and what revenue streams can I add to then delegate to the different buckets so that um, there's that kind of clarity and increase in that way. So I really like that idea. That mindset. Yeah. Are there any passive streams of income that you've created? Like whether it's a course or a class or something that's like just constantly running? Not currently. I have in the past had um, some of that through the way I was working, like building online shops and having passive revenue from that um, with past clients. Um, but at the moment I don't, um, and it's something that, you know, looking into moving forward as well. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Um, do you feel any like stuck points around like in this conversation so far, even any resistance to even like when you said creating the clarity around what those buckets would be like, is there resistance towards like creating that or the clarity or how to get started with it? Um, well, I mean, in the broadest sense, it's like one of the areas that I know I have resistance to because I have a lot of financial books that I just haven't given it the time to read it or get through it. Um, even if I pick it up, like I just don't make it through. Uh, and I know that not having clarity or organization is a form of resistance. So I'm aware that I create confusion or disorganization out of that. Like I create my own chaos, right? You know. Um, and I'm aware that that is a, one of the ways that I hold myself back financially. Um, and one of the things that I've been working on addressing is like, okay, what systems, I'm big on systems. I'm like, okay, what systems do I need to create or implement or find from other people to create the organization and the clarity in this area? Because it's an area I've been avoiding um, just really looking at it. And I've done it in the past and then kind of like, you know, gone through, okay, what are all my expenses? What are all of the money that I have? What are all the, you know, monthly expenses, yearly expenses? What do I owe? All of those pieces getting really clear on paper and then just not doing anything with it. Um, or, you know, how do I take the money that's coming in and use it effectively and be organized about that? And I just haven't, I know it right in my head. I'm like I said, I'm really educated about financial concepts. The implementation of it um, is an area where I've just avoided it and not want to look at it or deal with it. Why do you think that is like what what stops you? Great question. Um, Well, I, I honestly, <laughs> like, I think it's an area where I use that to, um, like, I'm, I tend to give a lot. And I think by creating financial confusion is one of the ways that I create a space. I know that I'm accurate because I'm starting to, like, the tears are coming up is where I actually create a space to receive, but it's not empowered receiving you know yeah mm. yeah so like what would happen if you created these systems and processes to implement your money flow and create the buckets of money that are probably already possible to create right like what would happen like even because I, I know there's usually parts of us where it's like worst case scenario, it all falls apart. And then like best case scenario, all this amazing stuff happens. Like, can you walk me through both sides of the scenario? Um, yes. Yeah. So the first answer that came up was I would be unstoppable. Like I would be such a powerhouse. And um, God, it's like, there's a lot of like shame time did around the money. That's like not even real. Right. Cause again, it's like self-created. It's so like, and so many of my friends at this point are like, it's so it's like the illusion is wearing so thin. <laughs> like we don't even buy it, you know? So, um, uh, yeah, it's like, 
it, yeah, it would be um, pretty powerful actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and go deeper, go deeper with that. Like specifically, how would it be powerful? How would you be unstoppable? Because um, again, like again, a lot of the, the, where I hold myself back is the emotion and the baggage and the shame around it. Um, and in building my business, like showing up, being a leader, it's like a lot of, I know imposter syndrome is like a real big deal right now. Everyone's talking about it. And I don't necessarily identify with that term, um, but to be like, I'm going to help you build a successful business while I'm struggling financially. I know I can build someone else's business successfully, but to really be fully walking my talk and an embodiment and a role model of that, um, because that, again, it's the one area that I, not that I'm not competent or smart or educated, but I'm just not actually fully living into it, um, on the scale that I know I can, and I want to be. Um, and so because it's really the main area where I'm not fully like successful and leading and that's what I mean when I say unstoppable, it's like, there would be no real, like, yes, there's always things to work on and grow and uncover and, and improve, but it's the one area where I feel like I'm actually lacking in some way or not, uh, not a role model or or leading in the way that, um, and again, a lot of people from the outside would not like, would not look at me and agree with that. It looks amazing. You know, I live, I've lived in major cities. I've lived on my own. I've supported myself financially. Like, with that said, I'm still like doing pretty all right. Like it's not, I'm not, I've never gone hungry. I've never like not had what I needed. Um, so not that I'm not in a position to lead others, but like just being fully aligned and fully like where I know I can be. Um, that if I didn't have that like self-conflict in that area, it would just be like, you know, um, Um, and then I think on the other side of that is there are some relationships that I worry about, you know, what would that dynamic be like and how would that change and how would we relate to each other and how would I be responsible for other people in different ways, ways that I, you know, deep down I want to be able to and then somewhere there's that like, this is just what it's always been and, and that and the fear, I guess, of the unknown with that and how to navigate that. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah you've spoken into like, I mean, two major things that I think we all experience with the, and I've, I've experienced this with like family members. And like, if I become, you know, in my mind, I want to be a billionaire, right? Like that's my objective, which for some people have known me my entire life. Like I sound like a crazy person and I don't care, but I'm still feeling responsible for that dynamic and that relationship and me, you know, shining brighter and more radiant and more and more in alignment, more and more in excellence gets me further and further away from like that core relationship. And then to your point on the other side, like becoming more and more unstoppable is fucking scary. (laughs) Like it is, I get it. Like, it's just like, wow. And there's more, and there's more expansion and it requires more and more excellence. And I don't know if this resonates at all with you, but like that kind of shame factor is 
you know, I should feel grateful for how far I've come and all that I've accomplished and all of that. And I still want more. So there's like, at least for me, and I'm curious to see kind of how that shame shows up for you. Like there's this angle of like, should I really be out there saying I want more and more and more when I've accomplished so much and I've already received so much and I'm still asking for more. So that's less for me. And I know that's a big one for a lot of people. I, I don't have that so much. One of the core beliefs of myself and my business is whatever you desire, whatever that looks like, you can have that and you should have that however big or however simple that is like no judgment about what that looks like for any person. Um, for me, it's always been, I want to have a castle. I want to fly first class around the world and travel. Um, and they're similarly, we're like, okay, well, like, what are you going to do with a castle? You're crazy. <laughs> I love it. I'm I just coming to your castle. What a freaking castle, right? Like everyone's yes. welcome. Um, that's just my version, right? That's not for everybody. You know, I have yeah. friends who want a farm and a pickup truck and I want that for them equally. Yeah. Um, for me, it's more of about like responsibility and the mess that I've created and not, um, paying for things that I have enjoyed and, and just that level of, again, comes down to leadership and responsibility of like, there are messes I've created. I haven't dealt with and I haven't cleaned up and, um, that avoidance, I feel like that's a big, a big piece of it. And then where that has fallen on other people, um, or, you know, whether it's institutions, right? Like the bank or the credit card company or whoever it is, like just passing the buck. Um, I think for me, that's a big piece of it. It's just that self-responsibility and, um, and, and really like um, the, 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 the ability, cause I haven't always felt, you know, I've had conversations with people where they're like, well, I can always make more money. I haven't always had that sense of like, oh, I can just make more money. Like that's so easy to just, there's so, and I see it, right? Like I've lived in cities where there's so much wealth and there's so much money and just to see it and be like, but I don't know how to bring that into my world and to have that sense of abundance to be able to like, yeah, I'm just going to pay for that and feel easy and good about that and know that there's more money coming in. Um, for, for everything. Um, and, and in the same way that I've like, there was a meme that I came across on Instagram recently that just hit me in the right way at the right time. And it was talking about worrying and anxiety and like, you are okay in this moment. You've always been okay in this moment up to every moment, up to this moment, if you're okay in this moment. Right. And I just really like let that in and kind of in the same way you said something before about money, like there's always been enough. There will always be enough. I don't need to worry about the money. And so just kind of reminding myself that it's like, yeah, the money piece will take care of itself. It always has, it always will. I don't need to worry about that. I just need to be okay in this moment and I'm okay in this moment and I'm okay in this moment and I'm okay in this moment. And that's all I need to know. Um, Wow. I like that. It's a lot of where I was going to go next with this. And I'm curious to talk through how this specifically plays out in your life and when your energy and your attention goes towards something specific to money like when you think about money what do you think about and I'll kind of give two sides of the table and we can go deeper but for some people who don't have kind of that money shame money guilt factor they're like yeah money is just always coming in and that's totally fine and 
they focus their energy and attention on the income, the cash flow, and creating that and more and more of that versus what a lot of people do, which is how can I budget? How can I be better with my money? How can I spend less? How can I? It's very restrictive feeling versus like very expansive feeling. So for you, when you put attention towards anything money related, where do your thoughts go and habits go? So I've resisted the budgeting and like just kind of, which I did do uh, in moving from San Francisco to Tel Aviv. I had the opportunity to cut the expense of rent out. And I was like, great, let's cut that out. It's my biggest expense. Let's see what that does. Um, and honestly, that in and of itself didn't change very much. Uh, having a relationship did. Um, I noticed that changed things for me financially. Um, and I guess I've looked at how can I generate more income, but that hasn't, that's where that piece of like, I don't really know. I feel a little stuck on how do I either break the time, time to money or work to money, like the relationship of like how the money comes in, what do I have to do to get the money? Even though money like last year came from all sorts of non-work related things that mostly that was where my income came from last year. It was a very weird year. Um, and so I have that magical kind of relationship, manifestation relationship with money um, and always have. And then, um, so I think that where my mindset usually goes is how do I build wealth and how do I start to create that which then when I stress out, like I start to diminish it. And that's kind of my cycle. It's like, okay, when things are good, how do I build the pile of wealth? Um, and then when things start to get stressful, I get like a little miserly and like, but slowly start to, to diminish that. And so that's kind of been my up and down with that of um, where I think it's more about the flow of it, right? Creating more of a flow rather than like building wealth or, um, that like building or diminishing as like, okay, how do we just get that like massive flow um, in all directions? Yeah. So with where you're at in business right now, how, if you could just do it differently tomorrow, how could you start creating just cash flow flowing in like tomorrow? So see, I just go blank, right? Like, and if somebody, if I was working with a client and we were mm -hmm. brainstorming, I would have like a hundred million ideas of like, well, you could do this. And what about this? And, da, da, da. and like, let's find the one that works for you. And like, and, um, my friend, one of my girlfriends just like laughs at me. She's like, you have such issues around the word work. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to work. I love to work. I work all the time. And when I think about work, like when you say that, I'm like, oh God, I would just have to work. Like, I don't know. Okay. What that this is perfect. Oh my God. I love this. Okay. I love, first of all, that your mind went blank because well, that's normal. Second of all, <laughs> I love that. Like the thought or the resistance is really like, oh, if more money is coming in or if cash flow is coming in, that is going to equal and require more time, energy, work, that sounds exhausting, right? That sounds depleting. So this is something that I had to work through when I quit my corporate job, because my biggest fear was if I go back into business for myself, I'm going to have to work all the time to make the kind of money that I want to make. And it's going to, um, 
it's going to make me sick again, which I'd done before. That's actually how I went into bankruptcy. It's I worked so much because my belief system was how to work 80 hours a week. And I did, and I still didn't make the money. And then I got sick from it. Right. So that whole evidence path was like my biggest fear doing it again. So I had to basically tell myself every single day. And I did this for an entire year. The less I work, the more money I make. It was just like a complete reframe reset. I put that in my bathroom. I put that in my journal. I put that ever. And then I had literally an evidence journal. I called it my evidence journal where I get to find the evidence that this is true. I work less and more money comes in. And so every time that happened, yes, <laughs> it's like, I, love yep, this. This I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm like, I love this. <laughs> Yes, because that's like that hustle and grind. Oh, I'm getting tinglies. That's like that hustle and grind mentality, right? Where you have to work more and you have to hustle in order for more to come in. And that's false. That is not true. And the only way I was going to find out if it was true or not is to find the evidence opposing that, right? So for me, I spent that time in, in the energetics of it and the mindset shift of it, but then literally writing down the evidence of, oh, I can make money in a passive way by creating this online class. And it's just forevermore, right? I can create income from renting out my car. This was one of the things at the time I was living in San Diego. I turned my car and it was like, I handed someone the keys to my car, which I never freaking drove because we were in the middle of a pandemic and I'd make 500 bucks a month. Just, yep, sure. Go use my car, bring it back. Right. So it was just like, okay, I'm not doing a whole lot. I'm spending five minutes handing someone the keys and picking up the keys, right? And this asset I have is making money for me. And then continuing down that path, I created 16 different sources of income, not like reoccurring, but just like how many can I create to find the evidence that this is true? So I went through and did that for about two months and 16 different ways to get paid and just not trade the time for money is what showed up. So if you play that game and make it a game, like make it fun, like how can I find this evidence that so I get to work way, way, way less and more and more money shows up. And it's just, it's such a fun game to play because then it shifts. Well, and one of the things I love about that, I actually did a course at one point called Hardwired to Win, um, which came, was inspired by the book on F Yourself by Gary John Bishop, because our brains are exactly like, if you're like, this is, this is what's true, your brain is exactly like you said, hardwired to find the evidence of that. It will just set to work on either finding how that is true or making it true, essentially. Um, yep. So that's just, yeah, I love, I love that so much. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it, the more and more I, I test that theory, right, of the mind doing the work and just finding the evidence, the more I'm like, oh, shit, I should make these evidences bigger, right? Like I can easily and effortlessly make a million dollars in a month. I can easily and effortlessly, you know, whatever it is, whatever big thing it is. So that's now what I'm playing with in these bigger games of like, yeah, I get to be a billionaire and it gets to be easier and easier every single day to create that amount of wealth. And the impact that I get to have gets to be easy and effortless. And I just get to show up and like do the work to support other people in their transition and their impact, right? So it's just so fascinating how our mind like ticks through those, uh, I would say, milestones of finding the evidence. And when you start down that path, it's like, oh, you are then really, truly unstoppable from a momentum standpoint. Like, 
cool. You can retrain your brain to constantly be removing the limits, removing the limits. Yeah. Powerful. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the work that you do because I know that it's powerful. So do you mind just sharing a little bit? You mentioned who you work with. Are there any special like programs you're do running right now or anything specifically that you want to share? Um, so I, so currently I'm working mainly, uh, one-on-one -on -one with clients. I mm -hmm. am, um, working towards introducing a group coaching program, uh, in the next few months. Um, but mainly, like I said, helping, uh, female entrepreneurs build their business, um, all of the tech pieces that go into that, getting clarity on, on things like your niche, your offer, um, copy and marketing strategy and those kind of things. I just have a way of seeing people, um, seeing their essence, their brilliance and finding kind of that groove, which often feels like the missing piece. And to me just seems so glaringly obvious about who they are and their brilliance um, and, and putting words to that, uh, that magic and uniqueness of that the individual and what they do um, and then bringing that and supporting them and then just cheerleading them right like whatever you want whatever that looks like again like both in business in your life however you want to create it I one of my pet peeves in coaching is that there's so many people out there who are like this is my one size fits all cookie cutter how to do things and it works for me and my five testimonials or my hundred testimonials of people and it just doesn't work for everybody people are all different um their businesses are all different what's going to make sense for them and their audience and their clients is so different and so finding that magic sweet spot um for them and helping them create that as is what i love to do i love that because in my experience too with what you've said I've bought courses and coaching and I wasn't, it wasn't what I needed at that time. Like all of these things are, are good and necessary at, at certain times. And, you know, sometimes they're a little bit more cookie cutter. And so it's like having the discernment within, which I'm discovering more and more people really aren't that discerning, right? Like to know when you need something, when do you need copywriting? When do you need like this elaborate marketing plan? And it's usually not until much, much later, but it's being sold way too early in the, the process. And then also the fact that you are customizing it to specifically what that person is offering and to create that irresistibleness for them is super, super important. And I feel like a lot of even women in our community with Her Money Club could use that support because they are talking to everyone, which really means they're talking to no one. And so I think that's really, really important um, in the work that you do. And so I appreciate that. How can people connect with you if they want to talk with you more about that? Um, so two, two easy ways. One is um, by going to my website, which is adeleking.com. Um, and on there, if you scroll to the, there's a button at the top, but if you scroll to the bottom, there is an offer for a one-on-one -on -one business breakthrough session with me, um, where we can kind of dive in and see if it's a good fit to work together, um, or just to give you some good next steps and clarity on where, where you are and what you actually require. Um, or Facebook, I have both my business page and I do have um, a Facebook group. Badass Business Babes is my Facebook group. And then 
and I have some master classes in there for some good technical information uh, for entrepreneurs or uh, just my business page on Facebook, which is Adele King Business Coaching. And uh, you can always message me that way as well. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and just you sharing. And yeah, I look forward to connecting more with you. So thank you. My pleasure and my honor. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.